and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is Court Winsett. Hello there, Kathleen. Oh, um, we're formal today. Hello, Cortland. And Cameron Spin. Good morning. Good morning. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about how everything is expensive. Yes, or another term that is what I feel like the ultimate jargon term that everyone is using right now, but I think a ton of people don't understand what it is, and it's the ugly word, inflation. Inflation. (laughs) Okay, now inflation, and you've got in your mind the psycho killer. Okay, cool. No worries. So what the heck is inflation? But I'm being serious. That is the conversation on social media. That's the conversation. That has kind of become, instead of the weather talk, I feel like that's like, oh yeah, what about that inflation? You know, or like, that. I mean, is it just my people I'm talking to or do y'all have that? Oh, I see it all over the place. And I think if you ask the average Joe, it just means prices go up. Yeah. And, and I think people generally understand that, but I think... I don't, I don't know that there's a deeper understanding. And of course, we're not going to get into every possible mechanics of inflation. But I thought we're a financial podcast. We're an education podcast. Why don't we just spend this episode breaking down inflation and talking about why it's important, why you need to kind of understand a little bit more than things are expensive. <laughs> okay. So the definition, because everything starts with the definition. Webster's. Did we get this one from Webster's? What 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 are we talking here? Investopedia. Investopedia. Okay. Yeah. All right. So inflation is a measure of the rate of rising prices of goods and services in an economy. Inflation can occur when prices rise due to increase in production cost, such as raw materials and wages. A surge in demand for products and services can cause inflation as consumers are willing to pay more for the product. Simply mm. put, and I really do like how David explains this. Too many dollars chasing too few goods and services. You got that? I got it. Locked in. So in 1980, for example, a movie ticket cost $2.89. Yep. I remember. I remember those days. I remember. I mean, I don't think think they ever cost $2.89 specifically. Like, you know, I'm sure that was like a national average or something. But I remember when, when, when movie tickets were like $3. And now they're what, like? 20, I, I paid 11 the other day for, for one ticket. Yeah. It was, well, and then now if you're going to go to the Atmos or the 3D or whatever, then you're just paying yeah, so much. mind-blowing. It is absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. And if you remember, we did an episode where we talked about the Tooth Fairy, and we had fun, but we talked about the inflation of the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Some of that is caused by booze. Drunken parents <laughs> stuffing too much money under their kids' pillows. I thought you said booze, like Oh, my boo. And I'm like, what? Why, why is your boo causing I don't. I don't up? use the word boo. <laughs> I, I didn't, it's, a, it's a new day. You never know. That is very simply what inflation is. And so you think about it. Yeah, things get more expensive to make. There is a shortage. So like the supply chain shortage, There's they're not able to make as much of your favorite product. And so there's you know, a rate, a rat race to get it. And then people are overpaying for it sometimes because there is such a small amount of them. So I think if you get that concept of it, then, you know, that's really to lock in. Some companies reap the rewards of inflation if they can charge more for their products as a result of the high demand for their goods. You've heard of that before where, I don't know, whatever the hot new toy is for Mm -hmm. Christmas. I always think of that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It's turbo time. Y'all remember that? Oh, yeah. Jingle all the way. Turbo man. Turbo man, yeah. 
um, how, you know, he's, he bought a off-brand one that spoke in Spanish out of a warehouse, all because he wanted it for his kid and paid way too much money for not even the right product. So people take advantage of that when there is a shortage of certain products, they make fake ones. Well, I mean, okay, so we are talking about a basic idea of supply and demand. Mm -hmm. if, if supply is low and demand is high, the price is going to increase. There's there's also price gouging. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, so that's a thing. And that, of course, is, is a negative thing where somebody tries to take not just market-based advantage of a decrease in supply and an increase in demand, but they really raise the price to, to try and take advantage of the situation. And, of course, they're... Toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so they, the, the government monitors that and tries to prevent price gouging, but natural market changes in, in price based on supply and demand, that is to be expected. Mm -hmm. Inflation can occur in nearly any product or service, including needs-based expenses such as housing, food, medical care, and utilities, as well as want expenses such as cosmetics, automotives, and jewelry. Once inflation becomes prevalent through an economy, the expectation of further inflation becomes the overriding concern for consumers and businesses. I think it's certainly the overriding concern right now here in America Mostly, I guess, when I watch the news and and so forth, mostly it f seems to focus on gas prices. But mm -hmm. prices in general are just going up, and everybody has their theory as to who is responsible for those prices going up. Everybody wants somebody to blame. Yeah, yeah. I went to the grocery store yesterday, guys. I went to the grocery store, and I used one of the small carts. You know how they have the, the big full-size carts and uh -huh. one of the small carts? And when I use the small cart, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to spend 50 or $60. You know, I'm just, buy just buying a few things. I'm just yeah. making a quick trip. I went to the grocery store and spent $160. It, it blew what, like my mind. what, like six items? It was, it was, yeah, it was like six or seven items and it was it just it absolutely it, it killed me it was it was unbelievable i feel like <laughs> you hit a certain level you know we talked about adulting and all this stuff but it's you it makes sense now when you think about your grandparents and your parents are like i remember when a coke was a you know 20 cents or whatever but you get it because you hit a certain point in your life and you're like holy moly you know sonic drinks have gone up and grocery bills have gone up and mm. it's just Everything gets more expensive. And of course, in our industry, we're obviously watching, you know, the markets. We're making sure we're keeping up with inflation. And when I run financial planning reports, I'm making sure that I don't give people false hope. I build in that things are just going to continue to get more expensive. So how much you're spending in today's dollars, that it's stays with the times, it stays current. So then by the time you're going to retire, it's been inflated. It's adjusted for how much things potentially could cost. Yeah, we do figure inflation into our plans. So, you know, um, one of the things that, that David talks about a lot during any client meeting right now, he, he specifically brings up something that is near and dear to our hearts. We have t done an entire episode on the Fed before. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he brings up the measures that the Fed is taking right now to try and address inflation because that's, of course, one of their two main priorities is keep inflation low and keep, uh, keep unemployment low. So, um, Every, every every country that has a a, a, a centralized banking system, um, you know, they all one of their one of their one of their focuses is going to be keeping inflation low. And of course, the the Fed does that here for us. 
Uh, so you've probably, if you've been watching the news and there's been talk of inflation, then you've probably heard talk of the Fed because mm-hmm. the, their policy, their monetary policy goes hand in hand with trying to address what is happening with inflation. They're trying to help correct it and and make sure that we're leveling out. And I very loosely tried to explain this to a client the other day to kind of get rid of all the jargon and say, it's you think about it when you go and organize a closet and you have to pull pretty much everything out and it becomes a mess. And then to get it back organized, you know, it's a little messy, but then it ends up being great and you're glad you did it. The Fed's trying to fix the mess right now. They are trying to fix it, and we're going to come out on the other end and have a nice organized closet. We're going to have inflation under control. They're going to do their job to make sure it's taken care of, and that's why they're in place. That's all these different things that have been in place for many, many, many years. There's a purpose for them, but of course, yeah, we want to gas prices go up. Let's blame the president or whoever. Mm. Everyone wants to blame somebody, but there are certain things that have Because of history and what we've learned, we have things in place that help us deal with times like this. But you're absolutely right. The the Fed and inflation, I think, are probably the top trending words (laughs) right now with everyone. Mm. So inflation can be a concern because it makes money saved today less valuable tomorrow. That sucks. (laughs) If you think, I mean, I'm sorry, but it does. Inflation erodes a consumer's purchasing power. And can cause issues with the ability to retire. For example, if an investor earns 5% from investments in stocks and bonds, but the inflation rate was 3%, the investor only earned 2% in real terms. So that's just, that's crazy to think about. And that's where it's, you know, you have to think about keeping up with inflation. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you can't act like, oh, inflation doesn't impact me. It's, it's one of those things that that I don't, really notice all that often but but lately it's just it's just been a it's been a gut punch Mm -hmm. every time i turn around i'm like it costs how much and i seem to be saying that all of the time (laughs) because usually it's just a natural little creep up but i mean then you have times like now where it's it's a shock yeah and it's gonna be a little bit but that's well okay yeah so let's let's make a point of, of of saying that generally speaking and I know I've said this before but when I learned this it really kind of blew my mind so I like to to, to say it a lot um inflation when I said the Fed tries to keep inflation inflation low they actually have a target inflation rate they they target a particular rate of inflation and they don't target zero. Mm-mm. They target 2%. Yeah. So inflation is not something that we see go away. It's not even something that we're trying to get to go away entirely. Uh, we just want it to be low. Got a dumb question. Yep. Is deflation a thing? Like, is it possible for these prices to go down or do we just get used to these and then it just goes oh, up Oh, there's from here? deflation. There's stagflation. There's all kinds of... Flation. All the flation. Deflation is, is generally considered bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, you don't, you don't want to see... Uh, y- like I you don't want movie see, ticket prices to go yeah. down. You, you you might see you might see some prices drop if there was some sort of surcharge added in because of you know the the, the supply lines have been bad and so they said okay we're not going to raise prices permanently but we're going to put the surcharge on right now. But 
price increases due to inflation, you don't later want to see deflation come along because deflation is usually, uh, it's, it's a bad thing. Yeah, and just to be transparent, and we're not going to go into further about it, but like stagflation, since I did say that and we try and educate you. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, that's, a, then, that's, that's definitely a jargon word. Yeah, stagflation or recession inflation is a situation in which the inflation rate is high, the economic growth rate slows, and unemployment remains steadily high. Yeah. It's a dilemma. It, it's not a great situation, but... Those are definitely words that we're not going to dive real deep into that because we want you to stay very high surface level of what inflation is. Um, and, and yeah, you're right, Court. This is not going away. But you think about on the other side, you you want your salary to be inflated, right? So inflation isn't necessarily always bad. You want the value of your home to go up. You want you know things to be worth more today than they were yesterday. So it's not always negative that things are going to cost more. Or if you're a business person, you'd like to be able to charge a little bit more for your services, for your good. Um, there's a quote in here from Ronald Reagan. Obviously, Ronald Reagan dealt with a lot of inflation. Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. He uh, he was thought very fondly of inflation, right? He did not mince words. <laughs> Twitter... Instagram, Facebook is blowing up about inflation, and some of these are pretty funny. I think a lot of people, when 50 Cent did the Super Bowl, they talked about it in a mean way. 50, I'm not going to do that to you, but instead it's, um, thanks to inflation, 50 Cent rapper is now 11 cents. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do the opposite, because he's not worth that much anymore. But we love you, 50 Cent. Okay, inflation is so crazy, even Tom Brady is coming out of retirement. Inflation is really getting out of hand. (laughs) That's just my three cents. (laughs) Given inflation, when does Nickelback become Dimeback? Yeah, you gotta say Dimeback very clearly. Dimeback. Why do bags of potato chips have so much less chips these days? Inflation. Inflation. (laughs) It's not just all the air in there. That's inflation. Um, my daughter wanted a bouncy castle for her birthday. The guy said the rental was $50 and the setup fee was $1,000. I said, that's outrageous. He shrugged and said, that's inflation for you. I mean, there's so many out there. They're very funny. There's some real inappropriate ones that we're not going to read on here because we try and keep it PG around Volcast. Now we've got this list of 11 interesting facts about inflation. So y'all want to go round robin with this? Sure. Uh, court started out. Dollar in 1950 had the same buying power as $10.23 in 2017. The, ter- the term inflation is from the Latin term inflar. Inflare? Inflare. Inflare. <laughs> Inflare. Uh, meaning to blow up or inflate. And it was first used in a monetary sense to describe an increase in the amount of money in 1883. Today, economists argue over the definition of inflation but generally agree that it means a continued rise in prices while the value of money declines. Okay, number three. The inflation rate is the percentage increase in the price of goods per year. For example, if inflation rate is 2%, which is what the Fed wants, then a dollar candy bar will cost you a dollar two cents in a year. Okay, Civil War, direct cost was about $6.7 billion in 1860 money which would be $139 billion today. Oof. That kind of blows my mind on both ends. I, I that was a lot back yeah, then. Yeah, $6.7 billion back in, back in 1860 was a ton of money. The Lord. movie Cleopatra cost $44 million to make in 1963. With inflation taken into account, the same movie would cost $300 million to make today. Oof. I'd always heard that the Cleopatra movie was extremely expensive. 
So hyperinflation occurred in Germany in 1920, leading to social unrest. Purchasing power of money fell so low that the German currency became cheaper than firewood. Uh, historians have noted that war and inflation go hand in hand. Historians cite runaway inflation as a major cause of ancient Rome's fall. U.S. has experienced two currency collapses due to inflation. The first was the continental currency during the Revolutionary War, and the second was Confederate notes during the Civil War. The U.S. inflation rate has fluctuated between nearly zero inflation and 23%. Uh, the federal government tries to keep inflation, as I mentioned before, around 2 to 3%. And finally, in 1974, President Ford declared inflation public enemy number one and urged the public to wear WIN, W-I-N, pins, or WIP inflation now <laughs> pins. At the time, inflation was around 7%. The pins were immediately ridiculed and even worn upside down. Huh, I feel like we need to do some throwbacks and bring those pins back. That'd be funny. Okay, so what drives inflation? Again, this episode, we're repeating the same thing over again, but we want to drive home that you understand it when you're seeing these memes, when you're having these conversations. It's the result of production costs or increase in demand for products and services. It's, you know, production costs, demand, fiscal policy. So cost push inflation occurs when prices increase due to increases in production costs, such as raw material and wages. So when you've got supply shortages that if, you're relying on, okay, so think about the car business. Mm -hmm. You need to have this little bitty chip. Yep, chip. It's all about the chip. This chip needed, like they had cars built, ready to go, but they just needed that last little chip that made the whole thing work, essentially. It mm. wasn't a luxury thing of, oh, they didn't have their, you know, special bumper, their special fender. This was a key part of it. And so because they didn't have this, they were locked up. They couldn't do anything. So that's a huge part of the demand um, for the goods is unchanged while the supply of goods decline due to the higher cost of production. And so, you know, think about if you have to pay your employees more because everyone else is paying them more. So then you've got to pay your workers in the factory more. So then it's all trickles down. Mm -hmm. Then when you go to buy your dress or something, then there's been a lot more costs that have been associated with that. And I mean, that's the ultimate thing. When you think about when you buy a good and it, I flash devil wears prod in my head again. That's always in my head. Um, where she talks about, you know, this stuff and she goes through that whole thing about all these different things came together to create this one like yellow dress. Well, when you go to the store and, you know, buy your package of chicken or whatever it is, there's been so many steps that happened ahead of time. And I think, a lot of times we know that in the back of our head, but we haven't gone through and thought about the process. That when you go and get your iPhone, it has touched so many hands before it came to you. Mm -hmm. It's gone, it's been to the technology center, they've made it, it's been to the packaging center, it's been to the graphic designer who put the logo on it. So everybody had to get a cut of that. So then when it comes down to you, you're paying for all of those people. So yeah. then if Cam starts charging more for his services, then it's going to trickle down. So one of the signs of possible cost push inflation can be seen in rising commodity prices such as oil and metal since they're major production inputs. Okay. Think about Russia, Ukraine and gas and oil and all of that. 
ringing a bell, starting to make more sense some of the stuff you're seeing on the news. So for example, if the price of copper rises, companies that use copper to make their products might increase the prices of their goods. Wages, we talked about wages are also the effective cost of production. They're typically the single biggest expense for businesses. When the economy is performing well and the unemployment rate is low, shortage in labor or workers can occur. Companies in turn increase wages to attract qualified candidates, causing production costs to rise for the company. The company raises prices due to wages, there you go. Cost push inflation. We've seen a we've seen an increase in wages recently just because the, the the pandemic caused so many people to drop out of the workforce that that especially especially your service industry jobs they started really having to pay. I saw a sign at at uh, I think it was at Chick Fil A the other day that that they were offering starting pay at seventeen dollars an hour. Wow. So I mean the the, the pay is you, we've seen that definitely increase uh, over over the last couple of years. I mean, I know that especially during the pandemic, a lot of people were having to purchase to-go containers because it was primarily to-go things. Well, them purchasing those to-go containers, those prices went up, so they had to trickle it down to the consumers. Another thing that can cause the cost push inflation is a natural disaster. Um, you know, for example, if a hurricane destroys a crop with corn, then it could cause prices across the economy since Corn is a very used product, and if they all catch on fire or a hurricane hits it and they're destroyed, it it affects things. Think about if a big warehouse catches on fire and it's out of commission for even a week. I mean, think about what happened when the pandemic really hit and factories shut down. Oh, okay, well, they shut down for a couple weeks or a month. It's a ripple effect. It takes time to catch up, and time is money. Court, tell us about demand pool inflation. If cost push inflation is all about costs rising to make a product or something and that causing an increase in prices, then you can imagine that demand pull basically drags those prices up because there's a strong consumer demand for for a particular product or service. So where there's a huge surge in demand for a, a wide breadth of goods in the economy, their prices tend to increase. Everything tends to go up. It's not often a concern for short-term imbalances of supply and demand. Uh, sustained demand can reverberate throughout the economy and raise costs for other goods and lead to demand pull inflation. So it's not just, oh, price of one thing goes up, but there's there's a there's a, a broad class of products and the demand is has increased for it. And you see those prices go up and it sort of just pulls along prices uh across the economy. And I mean, and companies can choose to raise prices simply because they know that consumers are willing to pay it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I hate to tell you all that, but it's true. If they know that it's a hot item, if a Twitter person tweeted about it, an Instagram influencer Instagrammed about it, then it becomes popular or Kim Kardashian wears it. The company can see that and go, oh, we're going to jack those prices up because I know people are going to want to pay it. We have been T- talking to our clients about the potential for recession now for a couple of years. We've we've kept saying uh, there's 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 going to be a recession sometime. We don't know. We, we you know it's not going to be in 2022. It's not going to be in 2021. It's you know, but it's coming soon. the The thing is, we've had such a hot economy for so long that this there is a there is a sort of there, there is a, a confidence. Okay, 
People, employment, unemployment was low there for a while. The stock market was kicking. Consumer confidence was high. Interest rates were low. People weren't saving money. They were spending money. And as long as they're spending money, then people don't have a problem with a a price increase here or there because Mm -hmm. that's, you know, they're they're just spending their money and the, the, the people that are selling goods are just sort of kicking those prices up. And it's just... It's another source of inflation. Okay, another one that I know I've had a ton of my clients reach out to me about the housing market. And obviously, we're dealing with some crazy times with the housing market right now. And it can very much be impacted by inflation. It seems it's up and down for years. If houses are in demand because the economy is experiencing expansion, house prices will rise. But also, what is happening a lot right now is, I know in our area, it's kind of a supply issue. There are not that many houses built ready for people to purchase. And in some parts of the area in Memphis, there's not land available. So there really is that supply and demand issue because people are willing to pay more because there's not as many house options out there. Mm-hmm. Although I did I did see the other day a story that new builds in, in Collierville specifically have not slowed at all. Mm-hmm. They're still building houses out here faster than they can sell them. Or no, actually, not not fast enough. Apparently, even even though they're building them just house, 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 they still don't have enough to meet the demand out here. Yeah, my sister in law works for a company, and they've got they've been doing phases of this neighborhood, and they've pretty much already sold out of all of their lots that are available, and they're not gonna, they're not willing to open up the next section, even though there's land there, because they don't want to get themselves in trouble trying to have so much being built. But it is one of those, she kind of joked, you know, I don't know why we're doing marketing still because we have nothing to sell. Everyone knows that what comes up sometimes comes down. So you got to prepare for what's going to happen. But Okay, we talked about the Fed. We talked about monetary policy. That would be the management of the country's debt, buying or selling the country's debt and or raising interest rates. Um, The fiscal policy would be not the Fed, not the central bank's policies, but the the government's policies. Like, for instance, if they raise or lower taxes, it can have an effect on the economy overall. If they were to cut taxes, then theoretically the business might spend the the money that they save because of those cut taxes on capital improvements, or uh, they may pay their employees more, or they they may hire more employees. Uh, Consumers may purchase more goods. I mean, the thing is, if you've got a if you've got low unemployment, then everybody's working, everybody's got money, everybody's got money that mm-hmm. they want to spend. And it goes right back around. If people are spending money, if there's a lot of money out there, but they're spending it and you know, there's this amount, this set amount that's going after a fixed amount of goods that are out there to buy, then the prices of those goods can go up. Mm-hmm. So boom, you've got inflation again. I mean, so much of what's with this, because it you know it says on here, uh, Federal Reserve can lower the cost for banks to lend, and which allows banks to lend more money to businesses and consumers, or they can do the reverse. And so a lot of people right now, you know, cars are very expensive to buy. Houses are very expensive to buy. And it's kind of, you're stuck in limbo because yes, while those products are costing more, they have a higher sticker price on them. But the thing is, is that over time, fairly soon, probably the interest rates, the price for you to borrow money to finance these products are going to rise. So yes, the price may go down, the sticker price of how much you have to actually borrow to finance these products, but the cost of 
financing that product is going up. Yeah. So I'm telling people like, if you need a car, get get a car. Yeah. The Fed only only controls one rate, but the rate that they control, they've already nudged up a couple of times now. And as they raise the rate that they control, the other interest rates that you see out there for loans from banks, from lenders, car, whatever, whatever the, the financier is that you're borrowing money from, all of those rates tend to be affected. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, it's just within the past like year and a half, we've had people get mortgage interest rates of 2%. Now they're getting upwards of 4 and 5%. And so that's things are things are moving back in that direction, which then makes it where people aren't going to be able to afford to finance as much on a house. And so maybe the housing market will stable a little bit, maybe. Who are the winners? There's there's always a winner if the there's benefits. something. Yeah, some, somebody's feeling some pain, then somebody else is feeling some, some, some not, not pleasure, but some, <laughs> some good benefits. So while consumers experience little benefit from inflation, investors can enjoy a boost if they hold assets in markets affected by inflation. For example, those who are invested in energy companies might see a rise in their stock prices if energy prices are rising. So some companies definitely reap the rewards of inflation if they charge more for their products as a result of a surge in demand for their goods. If the economy is performing well, housing demand is high, home building companies can charge higher prices for selling homes, which is what you were talking about, Court, with you know the housing building market and Carnival really doing well. In other words, inflation can provide businesses with pricing power and increase their profit margins. If profit margins are rising, it means the prices that companies charge for their products are increasing at a faster rate than increases in production cost. So, you know, business owners definitely see some benefits for this, but you know, those who are investing, they can see some benefits. Well, they I mean, let's let's face it, some businesses can can intentionally mm-hmm. uh, withhold from the market and cause a, a rise in prices. So they, you know, they see the benefit, they've got the goods to sell, but if they're holding back and not selling them, and they see that 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 demand increase, then that price is going to go up. Oh yeah, I, I swear somebody's still hoarding all the diet Dr. Peppers because I can't find them anywhere. Again, I'm like, well, I thought we got past this, but Henry, somebody's doing it. Yeah. Um, companies, yeah, they can also be hurt by inflation if the result of a surge in production cost. Companies yeah. are at risk if they're unable to pass on higher cost to consumers Fair through enough. higher prices. It's again, you get cocky and think you people are going to pay it and then they don't. Yeah. So, you know, they could raise their prices too high and the demand drops because the price has gone up. Uh, or if if the inflation isn't caused by the businesses, which a lot of times it's not, if it's just caused by production costs, then obviously the business is just passing along those expenses. It's not really gaining anything from it. It's just got higher costs, so it's got to charge you more for it. And it's, you know, competition because the note on here is really talking about foreign and people going to foreign countries to get these products because they think they can get cheaper. You think back to... Everything was, oh, I'll get that from China. It's cheaper. But I think even now you've got within our, the United States here, there's competition between the big factories and shop local. Mm. That's a huge thing because you're bypassing the production costs. But I think now for a smaller company to keep running, it's, it's, hurting them. It's becoming very expensive to keep doing it. They don't have a big warehouse umbrella with them helping divvy out those production costs that are happening. So who is the bad guy? Who is causing our pain? Lord Voldemort. (laughs) He who should not be named. No, I mean, 
you can see a direct line from what we've been through over the course of the past few years and the inflation we're experiencing now. When we basically had to shut down the economy, or maybe there are those that think that we didn't have to, but we did shut down the economy. When we shut it down, the Fed put a lot of money into the economy. Mm-hmm. Congress put a lot of money into the economy um, with their with their stimu- stimulus, stimulus money. <laughs> with their stimulus money. Um, so, so there was a lot of money poured into the economy and all of those dollars were out there and people were spending those dollars and with more money out there, uh, in, inflation was bound to happen. And there are those that say that the Fed has responded by raising its interest rates, but, um, did they respond fast enough or could they have responded faster? Are they done responding? Will they go up again? We have to see, but it's, it's not been just one it's not been just one thing. It wasn't the cargo container that, that blocked the canal that caused the inflation. It's not the oil companies that caused the inflation. It's not Russia by itself that caused the inflation. But all of these factors have done things, have had an effect on supply lines, have had an effect on labor, have had an effect on prices, and have had an effect on monetary supply. And all of those things com- combined... Um, We've seen significant inflation, and so now we're feeling a squeeze. It's not actually a new show, but I stumbled upon this show called A Million Little Things, and it's it's very true that this particular show is talking about a friendship and how it's not just one thing for why you're friends with somebody. It's a million little things on top of each other, and that's exactly what this is. It's not, as Court, you were listening out, it's not just one thing or another. You can't just point out, oh, he's the bad guy. They're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a million different things that have come together to cause this, and- I was at a graduation um, last weekend, and the valedictorian said, our teachers always told us you can do whatever you want. Just know that there's going to be consequences for good or bad. And it's true. Like, everything happens, and there is a consequence, whether good or bad. And it may not happen an immediate effect, but we can pinpoint back to it was this, it was that, this happened. Remember, you know, six months ago, a year ago, ripple effect. It keeps happening. So what you're saying is your bullseye is <laughs> yep. actions have consequences. I would say, yeah, I, again, bullseyed before I bullseyed. <laughs> you, you pre-bullseyed. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Let's move into our bullseye. I think we really did sort of bullseye there before I said, hey, let's bullseye. Yeah. But obviously, actions have consequences. There have been uh, any number of actions by any number of governments around the world uh, and by viruses and by uh, companies, uh, for profit, not for profit. I mean, everybody out there, all of the entities have been actors over the course of the past few years. And what has led to us seeing inflation. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a question of how quickly can we get it back under control? We don't want high inflation, high unemployment, and a recession. Mm-hmm. That'd be bad. Recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your bullseye? I, I mean, I, th- I think that's a truism, but yeah, sure. That's my bullseye. <laughs> okay. Okay, my bullseye, obviously, I kind of pre-bullseyed for this, but I want everyone to hopefully understand a little bit more about inflation so that when it's brought up or when you see, you know, whether it's jokes or not, you fully understand it. But with everything, I think uh, you owe it to yourself to educate yourself about inflation and know how it's directly impacting you and make sure that you're taking control of your personal finances, your personal situation to make sure you're keeping up with the Joneses, you're keeping up with inflation, and you're adjusting your life and your finances 
to go with what is happening in the economy and that you're prepared. Bullseye. And I know I've been mighty quiet on this episode, but I've been like a student in a college class just <laughs> listening and learning, so I appreciate it. And would you say inflation is like a normal part of an economy? Yes. Yet, yeah. we're, yet we're always shocked. It's always like inflation, but it's it's normal. It's there. It's always, it's like I said it's earlier, like it's taxes. always we're, there. We're always shocked when always. tax day comes around. It's like, dude, it comes around every year, but inflation, it's always there. Right. It's just, it's gradually usually there, and it's not so much in our face. I'm sorry, but... 99.9% of the world is selfish. We only care about, and I don't mean that in a negative way necessarily, it's just we only care about what is impacting us and we don't think about other things. And so I think now it's really hitting a lot of people. So they're talking about it, they're complaining about it, but they're not taking that steps to educate themselves and find out what happened so they can prepare. Cameron, I'm gonna give you that as your bullseye. <laughs> bullseye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there's the closing bell. You've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our podcast beamed to your favorite listening device every single Thursday at noon. If you'd like to find out more about me, Katie, and Cameron, and our podcast, please feel free to go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. You can leave comments. You can suggest a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about. Or you can just, you know... You control us all you want. Have some fun with it. If you'd like pictures, we have got an Instagram handle. It is at Bullcast Podcast. Uh, we also have a Twitter handle. That is at Bullcast Podcast as well. And finally, if you'd like to find out more about the place where we work, all three of us work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. We talk about it a lot. We talk about our boss a lot, David Pickler. If you'd like to find out more about where we work, what we do our amazing team, and of course, our boss, David Pickler, please go to picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, we have loaded you down with all sorts of information. Go spread it. Go tell it on the mountain. For now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we're done. <laughs>